0: Welcome to the 51st roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu, I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right, it's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or just cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswan ppc. So in this episode, we have Julie Baccini lead us in a topic on pricing structures. Now, this is not your um, usual everyday like, you know, learn about paid media topic that we usually run through, but actually one for media advertisers, especially on how to be bold in expressing what you're worth because a lot of people are like nervous that you know if they put their price too high you know people might go for a cheaper option but you know cheaper doesn't always mean better in fact usually cheaper does mean worse Um, and yeah for potential clients listen up as well tips here are shared on how to spot the professionals from the scammers so yeah we've got um yeah Julie Bicini coming on with her first question saying what type of work do you engage in right now Google ads Bing ads Facebook and yes the usual is yes a little bit of everything from Doug R Thomas right now just Google and Bing ads along with some light SEO Dwayne Brown goes Google Bing Pinterest Quora and now we finally have two Amazon clients I do want to get on Amazon as well and Julie Bicchini goes all over the bo- all of the above Amy Middleton Hebden goes paid search Google ads and Bing for clients where we're already getting awesome results we will add on other paid media ie paid social Kirk Williams also comes in with Google and Bing ads. mean, um, Cabra, Google and a bit of Bing, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn right now. Um, Stephanie Crocker goes mostly Google ads and Facebook. Michael Fleming does quite a bit. Google, Bing, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Quora, YouTube and Twitter. Amalia also goes all of the above. We do Google ads, Facebook, Bing ads, Amazon, LinkedIn, SEO, Web Dev, UX and Desire proper full service digital marketing agency over there. So Julie Bitini then goes to question two, saying, what do your engagements typically look like? One of projects, strategy only, ongoing ma- management etc. But um, Before we got into there. I, I put in my answer saying it's Google and big ads mainly. I have dabbled in doing a bit of, of Facebook for some self-advertising um, so yeah I do have that experience as well if you want to consult some consultancy on that. Michael Farming going answers question 2. You guys saying mostly ongoing management but that comes sometimes after an initial project or audit. Um, Amalia goes for our PPC client it's almost entirely ongoing management although sometimes we have one-off clients for product launches or program launches. Um, and Then we've got Julie answering question two, saying generally, strategy development, implementation, and then ongoing management, some audit work as well. This is a really good to advertise for people who are looking for services. Now you know the kind of things that some of our experts do and what to consult them on. Uh, so yeah, Scott Ryden answers question one, saying he does Google Ads, being Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat mainly um michael lewis goes um to answer question one is again saying you can never go wrong with google plus facebook ads Dogar thomas goes on to question two saying when i was in an agency it was almost all ongoing management after set up michael lewis replies to question two saying ongoing management is ideal but always depends so yeah i'll say me too is like usually set up and a lot of ongoing management reporting um and doing audits every once in a while started doing a lot of audits over the past few months um in the last few roles and um yeah so quite a quite a lot of experience in that one there <laughs> um and then we've got um yeah Dogara Thomas reporting question two saying when I was in an agency it was almost all ongoing management after set up um, and then we've got uh, Kirk Williams replying to question two saying ongoing services including typically one, an initial account setup or overhaul, two, ongoing management, three, regular reporting, for ppc PPC-related strategy communication. Scott Rye replies to question two saying ongoing management is the bulk of what I do but I leave time for products, projects such as audits, consultation and custom reporting. And then Julie goes on to question three going, um, do you have different pricing models for different types of projects, work or platforms? Um, to answer that, Malia goes, yes, but it's not by platform or tactic. It used to be like that when I got here and that was frustrating to me because it didn't actually allow the strategists to adapt to changing business needs. Now it's almost entirely tailored and not tied to ad spend at all. Yes, I definitely think it's all about working for your time and your quality of the work that you're bringing in the years of experience that you're actually bringing to the table and not you know depending on ad spend michael lewis goes hourly has always worked for me time is money and i totally agreed with that Dogar thomas goes overall it all boils down to hourly plus profit on the agency side even if you're packaging it differently um we've got michael fleming repl- uh, replying saying no we just estimate hours for the project or for the monthly retainer Um, and then amalia goes we base it on workload for our specialist and then adapt as needed if new services are added down the line or if workload exponentially increases or decreases so that's in continuation to her answer to question three um, we've got Kirk Williams going. Um, Our typical engagement is now consistent. See my answer to question. Uh, see my answer to question two. If we were doing different types of services, we would absolutely charge differently. Same with platforms, etc. Um, Julie Buccini replies, going, I prefer to price the initial discovery and strategy as one project, implementation as the second phase and ongoing management as a set monthly. This works great for search, not so much for social. Um, Amalia goes, I'm also realizing I have very, very strong opinions on pricing. Yeah, price is an important thing. It really just dictates how much you're worth. And then to answer question three, we've got doing Brown going, we try to keep things simple. Um, our prices is based on one, account audit, strategy or CRO, and, and then finally strategy plus execution. We don't do free audits, aka account reviews, and we never... Um, we never will. If will commerce can pay, you can too if you're a lead. Um, Andrew McGarry goes, hey Dwayne, hard topic for me, we lose out on potential clients because I hate brain drain, yet some won't commit until they see the detail. How do you deal with that? Um, and Amalia then came up with an amazing tactic that they use. So Amalia goes, Andrew, our agency charges for the initial audit, but then offers 50% back towards services if they stay with ongoing management. It softens the initial cost for them, but we don't lose out if they run with the information something to consider so I think that's a really great strategy possibly for other advertisers who are thinking of ways to do that to get the client to pay for the information that they're given but also you know give them something back and also clients maybe something you can mention when you're trying to negotiate with advertisers or agencies and then we've got John Kagan replying to question three saying we have consultative prices Um, for a one-off project everything else is FTE model hourly rates by person by rank with x number of hours assigned to the work per person Robert Brady replies going I have most of my ongoing management clients on percent of spend it's just simpler and most of my clients have fairly consistent budgets Um, and then we've got Julie going on to question four saying has our pricing structure evolved over the past year or two in any significant ways if so why and in answer to that we've got a meat cabra going with priced around the client's budget i know i know not necessarily a good plan in the past but now we've put a pricing bracket together that makes life a bit easier and also helps me figure out if the lead could potentially be a client, Julie Bicini then replies, going, "I am evolving my Facebook pricing structure as using my search ad structure is not a great fit. Facebook campaigns require a lot more changing of ads and audiences more frequently than search does. Hmm, that's something to consider and remember." Amalie um, replies to qu- um, question four, saying, "We moved away." From charging per tactic, we had to renegotiate all the time. Before I managed the department, we charged separately for search, remarketing, and display, which was confusing and a lot of paperwork. Dogar Thomas replies to question four saying, I think separating setup as its own profitable project on its own, not subsidized or affected by monthly maintenance is a lot stronger position than having setup be a loss leader in favor of getting the business. And then we've got Robert Brink- replying to question four saying that question implies I had a firm pricing model to begin with there are always so many factors with each client most every deal is different somehow Um, and then we've got um John Kagan replying to question four saying last two years no last five to eight years the exiting of percentage of spend to FTE became much better for work efforts Um, Kirk Williams replies question four saying no not paid search we have it pretty locked down when we're trying paid social it meandered all over the place as I try to figure out pricing for creative but that's an entirely different conversation Um, and then we've got here Julie going on to question five saying are there aspects of your pricing structures that are working really well Yep, and there is one for agencies to take tips from. Kirk goes, "...because we have a third-party verified, agreed-upon anchor media spend, there is natural accepted growth in our agency fees as we perform well for client. It also naturally covers holiday additional work since spend naturally rises as well." Um, and then we've got Amalia replying going, I think our audit pricing works really well and the fact that we get fairly compensated depending on the scope of the client's work. I also feel like we don't have to worry about recommendations for clients with spend because our retainers aren't at all tied to that Robert Brady goes increasing my minimum monthly floor the mental load of a client is real Julie Bicini goes um audit and search work I've locked down into a well-oiled pricing structure for me landing page consulting is pretty straightforward too so yeah audit and search work is definitely something I need to find a way of pricing very well anyway starting off here um and then we've got um yeah, Julie. Between going contracts can be terminated or not renewed. Cover your valuable strategy work in the event that things unravel at some point before the end of a contract. Also, it can be hard to get long-term contracts from the get-go. So make sure your initial investment is covered. I Amit mean, Cabra replies to question five saying, "I like how we have it structured right now. I don't think it'll stay this way as we grow, but it works for us right now. Yeah, it's all about do." you know, leaning in on what works at the moment and then changing it as you need to, I feel. And then we've got Dwayne Brown replying to question five saying, getting clients to pay for strategy each month means we're always talking um, about it and asking if we should do something. We are not just trying to cross off items on a to-do list. So then going on to question six, Julie goes, are there aspects of your pricing structure that are not working very well right now? Um, and in answer to that, Julie goes, social advertising is still a working progress for me as i have mentioned in several earlier answers um kirk williams replies percentage of spend even with tiered levels can allow scope creep in just like flat rate if significant campaign changes important to think through in original agreement to allow for flexibility also doesn't account for overall communicative clients which increases scope um, and then, yeah, Julie goes in reply to that, going be very care specific in your contracts about what is included and what is excluded from the agreement. It is a pain to get set up, but trust me, it will save you headaches galore and make scope changes easier to point out and get approved or taken off the table. And then we've got Mally replying to question six saying, as much as I tout our tailored pricing, I do think there's something to be said for the amount of work that goes into it. I'd love to have some sort of system for smaller clients so that every sale deal doesn't have to go through me for pricing. Um, and then we've got John Kagan replying to, prior to question six in analytics, reporting meetings, the client always wants more. And in these scenarios, skimping on the evidence to prove success is tough to say no to. And in answer to question six, we've got Dwayne Brown going, our account audit fees can be a shock for clients that want the free reviews. I hold strong and tell them to come back when they want to level up. You get what you pay for. In the end, there is a reason it is free. Um, and then yeah quirk williams then um continues a conversation in reply to michael fleming where um when michael michael had gone side question for percentage of ad spend folks if the ad spend goes up does the time you spend on the account go up or do you just see it as increasing your hourly rate two thoughts as a general rule when a client is invested in increasing budget, we always see a work increase as well, also counts for holiday sales events, etc. Th- Number two, this question assumes hourly pricing, not value-based pricing. Um, and then part two to his, qu- uh, to his answer, ca- continues, in that regard, I would argue that part of what we're providing that others couldn't if the value was demonstrated and the budget was increased is more of a reward, increased agency profits, then if we did a bad job and Spend was decreased or we got fired. Julie replies to that, saying budgets can get decreased for reasons other than our performance though. Internal reorganization, half the sales force quits, can't follow up on lead volume being generated, etc. Yes, and I totally agree on that. Um and that is that's why I put can, can go. Kirk goes. Wide percentage of spend model does have its weakness as well. Um, in our other unrela- unrelated conversation, I mentioned that this has been somewhat rare for us. But if it drops, uh, dropped significantly, there will be some level of workload decreased from us to match the new fee. Uh, Michael Fleming goes exactly why I don't like tying our fees to client decisions either up or down um and then we've got to um julie's um question seven she goes are there things that you regularly do in the course of your work that you think clients undervalue yes a lot of things my answer straight away was reporting but let's see what some of the answers are here as are as well amelia goes the dreadful weekly phone calls yes there's some weekly calls where you'll mention one one thing that has gone down, let's say CPC has, has gone up week on week and they start panicking and it's all about re- communicating that it's all about trends and not about, you know, one-off things happening because many things could have caused the CPCs going up and if it stabilizes the next week, that is absolutely fine amalia replies the dreaded weekly phone call then continues that's two to four hours a month of my time some clients really want it and it makes them feel better but i feel like it actually hampers progress constantly re-evaluating there's actually a client that did daily calls never again Um. Robert Brady said, "Because I'm in their search terms report, running ad tests, landing page tests, etc., I get a very good idea of who their customers are and what motivates them. As times goes on, my intuition or gut gets very valuable." Stephanie Ernie replies to question seven, saying, "Thinking time, monitoring the campaign, creating good content for a landing page." Um. Julie Bicchini replies, going, "Reporting can feel undervalued, especially the aspect of it that leads to refinement." Of strategies um, doing brand brown replies where do i start account setup and structure my cv versus factory <laughs> shops knowing what not to do and being able to predict how a choice today will affect your future around tech or data flowing between ad platforms or tech things i know don't occur to all clients and then we've got Amit Cabra replying to question seventeen. I think it's the fact that I may actually know who their clients or customers are better than them because I'm in the accounts adjusting things that only makes us more knowledgeable on who that person is. Um, and then we've got Kirk Williams replying saying communication, communication is necessary, but can easily move from helpful Helpfully strategic, so we push the right buttons into defensive or explanatory for the sake of a curious executive. Important to control this somehow. Communication is one of the key things about, you know, doing our jobs well. If it's done right, it's brilliant. If it's done wrong, relationships fall apart quickly. Julie Bicini then goes on to our se- her second to last question saying, are there pricing practices you've come up against that you felt were problematic? Um, in answer to that, we've got, um, well, first of all, we've got Scott Rye replying to question 17, reporting and insights the same as, you know, some of the answers before as well as my time. It became a billable um, item at my previous agency due to how custom it became. I put a lot of upfront time into reporting that it can be charged in the setup process however had clients dispute this and um, what am I going to do not reports. <laughs> um and then we've got um yeah I don't think any answers came in just yet for question eight but we'll go to question nine before we uh, read some of the answers to question um, seven eight and nine um, Julie goes um yeah if you could change anything about the way PPC services are sold what would it be and yeah, here are the, some of our answers. Question eight as well. We've got um Robert Brady saying, when an agency has a bucket of hours at a set rate, but no reporting on which employees recorded these hours. If hours are getting billed at $100 an hour, and most of the work is getting done by $15 an hour, junior analysts, I have a problem with that. John Kagan replies to question eight saying, um, percentage of spend and flat retainer, neither one of them gives a proper scoping of the work. any spend or work changes, Either the marketer or the client loses out. Julie Bicini replies to question 8, same echoing Robert Brady a bit when the super experienced team members do the pitch and then the actual account is handled by people with way less experience and the client never really knows this is what will happen. Yeah, agencies definitely pull that in which is quite wrong which is why I always try to start from the beginning telling them who is going to be working on the account and what level they're at john kagan replies to question nine saying changing the mantra of bottom of the funnel capability to a full on complimentary and supporting channel um and then i go answering saying for question seven saying definite reporting and meetings and turnaround times for some requests i feel some clients really don't realize how long some tasks take and expect you to do them in like a drop of a hat when you know Things are could take time, especially with the level of delay that Google can be with um, releasing information. Uh, Mark Media replies to question nine, saying if it's um, if it's something related to our services, then bringing in someone to consult on designing display creators to help with display campaigns that tend to get bottlenecked on the client side and yeah, we then got, um, the end of, um, that chat, we've got some, a few nice answers I got, we've got, um, Dwayne Brown replying to question eight, going, selling hours is your value, um, in the hours worked or the end results, we don't sell hours, Julie replies to question 19, I wish the legacy of cheap and fast for all things internet would fade into oblivion already, I totally agree, and I, um, put a comment on that saying, um, yeah, that's a scammers 101. Um, and yeah, when Brandon ends as well, um, saying no line, smoke and mirror games, no selling something you have no tell of a chance to deliver on. And yes, that is where I'll end our chat with. We've got Julie thanking us all, you know, for great participation, great conversation. And then she'll be hosting again next week when no the topic are decided yet. So I hope you found that useful and enlightening on, you know, how difficult it can be for agencies to, um, you know, work out what the pricing is, what to look out for, what to ask for. Yes, I I feel a great point was um, made about, you know, it being some of the, you know, the, the, the senior people that actually do the pitching and tell you how well the work is going to be done. And then it's actually junior staffs actually doing the work and not doing it to the level that was actually pitched. So yeah, clients be careful for that. Agencies do better with that. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys found all of that, you know, useful and had some great takeaways and, you know, got a good idea on, what to expect when talking to agencies, what to expect from, you know, freelancers or contractors when they put a pricing model together and, you know, to respect, you know, the level of, you know, effort that we've put into our careers and that it's all of that that's coming together in what we're asking you and what we're actually putting together together as a pricing model so if you want to talk to me about this or chat about any other topic or any other paid media or data analysis solution do get in touch with me um, yeah same email it's hello at mindsone.com and um yeah i'll give you a very great day rate that's what how i work on i'm not percentage of model or ft fte um yet um, so get me while you know i've got that really nice flexible um yeah pricing model going on And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface, so keep your songs kicking. Bye!